Welcome to episode number 21 of Deep Dark Tunnel. I'm here with New York electronic producer and DJ Days God. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for being on the show. So right off the bat, walk me through your creative process. For you, what does making a track look like from start to finish? Um, so the way I usually start most of my tracks, I work on the melody first. I try to get like a really good chord progression down. And once I get that down, I add uh, counter melodies and then I move into the baseline. And then once I get that going, I like start working on the drums. So basically, usually most of my tracks, like if I'm working on something like housey or garagey, um, I do a four by four kick pattern or I do a standard garage pattern. But if I'm doing like something like jungle, uh, then I like immediately jump to the breaks when I move into drum work. And then for vocal chopping, I just use arcade and I just chop the vocals up that way. And then after that, I just work on arrangement, and that's pretty much like the end of the track. How would you classify or describe the music you make? Uh, I'd say like the music I make is like pretty like all around. Like it encompasses like many genres, like house, garage, trance, techno, jungle, drum and bass, liquid drum and bass. Like it's just a whole like range of influences that go into my music. I feel like we're in this sort of this Renaissance revival of dance music with drum and bass, house, garage, etc coming back in like younger crowds. Why do you think that is? I think that uh, I think that is coming back in full force because of how like it was spread during the pandemic. You know, like you had like artists like Pink Panthers like coming out. You had like a lot of like people in the house like like not doing much, not going to work, not going to school. So like they had a lot more time like discovering like the ranges of like Sean music on their hands. Now you're featured in the SoundCloud playlist Web Tempo curated by Deader Records co-founder Billy Bagheera who, to my knowledge, he also created and curated the uh, Digicore playlist. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Do you think this music curation is important in like these electronic scenes, like House, DMB, this, that, and the other? Yeah, I do think it's pretty important because it gets to highlight like a lot of people that wouldn't be like highlighted typically, you know, like artists like Chase T and the like. And I think like the more like exposure that playlist gets or playlists like it get, the more that the genres and the music can spread. And I think that's really what's most important. What's your favorite type of video game? My favorite type of video game? Platformers. Platformers? Why is that? Because uh, like, I could turn like my brain off and like just play it. Like, I, like, you know, like just run forward and press X to jump. Do game soundtracks have a lot of influence on your music that you make? Uh, I'd say yes and no. Um, because like when I started, like all I used to play was like a lot of like racing and platforming games and like most of like the music i make like a lot of the influence like comes from like those soundtracks like the sonic rush soundtracks air gear uh, like a whole bunch of things and like i say like no because lately like that's not like all that i get like all my music from you know like i like i listen to these genres on my own time like not as a consequence of like playing video games so it's kind of like a healthy balance in a sense who is the hardest person to fight in Def Jam Fight for New York? Fat Joe. You can't stack up to me. Yeah, you gonna lose your teeth messing with me, you Because he has this one combo that's like, he has this one combo that's like, he picks you up, he holds you, and then like, he drops you on the ground. It's, it's a Western move. Like, it's annoying because he does it so often, like, throughout the story campaign, and it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> Can you walk me through the process of making Days' Game 3? 
with so many names featured on the album how did that all come about uh so basically like the way that daisy's game three came around like i was already like doing like the whole like many artists on the on the tape type deal like as an executive producer um so the way like it all started was like i had like three songs from like people that was unreleased and i just asked permission for them and then that grew in and then like I started like getting more songs specifically for it, like the one with Banzai and the one with Eric and the one with Texaco. And it was pretty much like just a whole like, it was just like pretty much spanning from last year, like April 19 to April like 19 of 2021. And over that year process, I was just collecting songs, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't, making sure like they all sounded good, making sure they sounded cohesive and like putting like the tracklist together, almost like a playlist sort of. Now, you're someone who collaborates frequently with artists like Dirty Bird, Emotionals 3K. Do you prefer collaborating with other people on your work or do you prefer working independently? Um, I, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like so-so on like the process of like collaborating. Like, I love collaborating. Like, I love working with my friends. Like, my, like the people I work with, they're amazing. At the same time, it's like, if I have a vision, I could like put that vision into work. And like, usually that's like the way I get down. Like most of my next album is like mostly just me. Yeah. Are most of these collaborations that were on that album and other future collaborations you may have in the works, are those through people you know face to face or are those mostly online, like relationships you built online? Uh, they're all relationships I built online, but they eventually lead out to me like building me and people face to face. Like like I've only known Gum for like almost like a year and a half. But like between the time I know him online and the time I know him like in real life, it was like I know him more online than in real life type deal, but like I do like know him in real life. How does the workflow work with something like that? Is it just you send the track out, they send it back with uh, their contributions, and then it's just a back and forth till it's done? Yeah, the way me and Dirty Bird and Emotionals work is like, I usually like be like, I usually like text them like, yo, hop on Discord. And then we get on Discord and I start something. Emotionals like records like, I start something, I loop it out. Emotionals records his vocals on it. Or I start a demo and I send it to Gum and Gum does his little, uh, extra stuff on it and he bounces back to me. And then like, I just work on the finishing touches. And then like pretty much after that, we have like a whole track like there. Awesome, yeah. What are your plans looking like for the future? What do you want to accomplish and see yourself do within like the next year? Uh, what I want to see myself doing next year I want to get my associates because I love college like to focus on music uh, for like a little while. So I'm gonna like grind that out. Um, and then I don't I don't really know. Like I'm just kind of like having fun at this point. What's your favorite song to put on at a party? My favorite song, Show Me Love. Cause everybody recognizes it and everybody like loves it and it gets them like hype. Now, uh, can we talk about these tracks that you want to premiere for us today? Call Me By Emotions and I Want You To Stay. Uh, yeah. So, call me by me, Mon and Emotionals. That's it's like one of the garage tracks all of kids. Uh, it's another one of like the collaboration tracks like that I made like over Discord. Only this time like Tommy like helped like compose like the most most of the melody, and I just added his stuff. And the way that like the vocals came out on the song was really good because like Emo was doing uh, the chops himself this time around. Like he like did all like the process and i just like laid it out and like mastered it and it sounded like pretty good and i want you to stay that was like me just like messing around having fun uh i found like a really cool vocal sample and it was like 
and like the song like kind of like worked in the way I felt at the time of like making it so it was like perfect like it came out like it's as good as I wanted it to be and uh are there any artists you're listening to right now that you want to spread the word about that people don't really know about right now uh Rodney he's a really good rap artist I've been listening to a lot of his music a lot uh Chase T really good artist as well electron he's more like electronic based AF1 Shorty, she has a really good singing voice. Like, she's on the project as well. I've done a couple songs with her in the past. And Quantic, uh, they recently they recently released, like, their album, Kenosopia. Like, I enjoyed it. Well, Days, thank you so much for being on episode number 21 of Deep Dark Tunnel. Where can the people find you on social media and streaming platforms? Uh, you can find me on, like, almost all, like, social media at D-A-Z-E-G-X-D. And you can find me on streaming platforms, on streaming platforms under that name as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling down the tunnel. Don't get lost on the way out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now playing Call Me featuring Moan and Emotionals.
Now playing I want you to stay, Swam is mix. underground artist that wants to be featured on Deep Dark Tunnel? Check out our Instagram for more information at Deep Dark Tunnel Radio. The Lotus City Rising. 